0: Howdy, and welcome to my eighth attempt at doing the introduction to this episode of Wiki Shuffle. Hey! My name's Jack. This is Chris. Hello. This is Phil. Eighth time's the charm. Keeping it simple this time round. Uh, should we do a Wiki Shuffle? Yeah. But mm-hmm. what is it? What is a Wiki <laughs> Shuffle? <laughs> That's
1: not a conversation. Nine? Nine? Phil, what now, is it? No, we have to keep going. I'm not doing. I'm not saying hello again. What? Whatever this happens, we're finishing. What is a wiki shuffle, Chris? Tell us what it is. A wiki shuffle is when we press the random article on Wikipedia and see what what happens, and we just chat about it. And then you send us stuff, and we go, oh, that's good. And then we tell you, we we like you. Go. You can only imagine how bad the previous seven attempts were.
2: <laughs> that we're considering this one acceptable. This one's fine. Oh, go.
0: Can, can we do do it? the music. Can we do it again, please? <laughs> Malik. I know this man. No, as if that came up by random.
2: Hey, don't, don't. If the cosmos wants us to talk about something, it's what the cosmos wants. You, in fact, to be fair, do you know who he is? Um, I don't know that I'd have known how to spell his name to look it up. I'm vaguely. He's one of the boys, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, one of the boys he's one of the boys from. One Direction that's correct yeah not anymore though one of the boys oh this
0: is very topical because he's just about to release a new album
2: oh solos so, people might be listening to this, think that maybe that he's bunged us a few quid to feature him. <laughs> I think that's what they might think, that we've taken oh, on a limited sponsorship maybe. deal from Zane Malik. I can assure the listeners that that has not happened. But that said, if there are any Zane Malik dollars out there that want to find their way in this direction, feel free to send them
0: over hmm. and we'll try and portray you in a positive light. Will be, I know nothing about this man. He's, um, he's the most grumpy of One Direction and he's the most handsome of One Direction. That's all you need to know. Sort of like me. The one direction version of me, right? Just Grumpy and it. handsome. Just go with it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. If you like. Yeah, yeah, all yeah, right. He also has the same birthday as me. Just five years, five years younger than me. Oh, this is hmm. fun. Well, he's very successful, man. Interesting. Did you know that before <laughs> looking at this article? No. Ah, oh, but. And Mel C, had the same birthday as me. Musically talented, all of us.
0: Chris, you've had five years longer on this earth than same Malik. What do you think you've achieved that he hasn't? Uh, podcasts.
2: That's probably true. Um, I mean, he might have been on a couple, but there's no way he's done 61. He's got five years to catch up there. B-tech?
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's your B-tech in? I think it's IT or something. I don't even know. You don't remember? No, I've forgotten all this. Does anyone? Does anyone remember? No. Exactly. I don't remember what I got in anything. I don't even know if I got anything. I think I did. Did you? You yeah. only did AS, didn't you? AS yeah. level. And, well, then I went, and then I just decided to go. I did art. We did all right. And I did media. Did that well. Don't know yeah. about anything else. <laughs> I think I just sat in one of like the block bits the chill out school, areas, one of the yeah. chill-out areas, and just waited for different people to walk past and then just had chats. That's pretty much what I did as well. <laughs> yeah, me too, but ten years earlier. <sighs>
0: yeah, Top Pink was our
1: bit. Mm, top Pink.
0: Yeah, in between blue and green for me. Oh, yeah. you some sort of freak. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this It'll is be... only relevant to us I mean, I remember that sim- bit. That was it a fine bit Top Pink time. Time. was the way to go. Let's talk about Zayn Javad Malik. J A V A double D -d is his middle name. So the the official name of his spelling of his name is Zane Z A I N, Mm. and yet he's known by Zane Z A Y N.
0: Because it's cooler. Maybe you should become P H Y L. Philip. 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 But you'd just be called Philip, but it'd be cool. It's not. There's no way you can make Philip cool. Such is my curse.
2: Zayn Javad Malek, born 12th of January, 1993. I put that in so people can now deduce what your birthday is and you'll get extra presents next year, Chris. in yeah. your diaries. He is an English singer and songwriter... In 2010, Malik auditioned as a solo artist for the British reality television music competition, The X Factor. After being eliminated as a solo performer, Malik was brought back into the competition along with Harry Styles, Niall Horan, Liam Payne, (laughs) (laughs) what what, 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 what should it be? What correct me? Just like you reading out one direction. (laughs) So do it again, please. Harry Styles. (laughs) Niall Horan. Liam Payne and Louis Tomlinson.
1: Uh-huh. What did they do? They formed the boy band One Direction. What do you think about One Direction? Oh, what's your favourite you know, song? What's your favourite bit? I don't, I don't know
0: I felt. Oh, Ten. come on. i we're giving
1: you an opportunity. Come on. Let me, down, oppo- a Let me down a bit. This is an opportunity for you to prove how hip you are. I
2: really like Up All Night. Uh, uh, <laughs> what a gimp. <gift.
0: laughs> Uh, Take Me Home, I like Take Me Home Oh my god, that's embarrassing Uh, Kiss You is the best one, obviously I haven't got down to where they've mentioned
2: that one yet (laughs) Zayn Javad Malik Born 12th of January 1993
0: (laughs) Can you read out the Urdu translation of (laughs) Zayn Javad Malik
2: please I don't think I can Well, no, It's probably the same isn't it It's just Zayn Javad Malik It's just written in squiggles (laughs) (laughs) that's not disrespectful that's that's all writing is that Uh Zane Javad Malik was born on 12th of January 1993 in Bradford West Yorkshire England his father, Yasser Malik, is British Pakistani, and his mother, Trisha Brannan Malik, is English and part Irish and converted to Islam upon marriage. He has one older sister, Donia, and two younger sisters, Walia and Safar. He is also a second cousin to Canadian singer Sham Idris. Does
0: anyone know who Sham Idris is? Is she no. famous as well?
2: No, you don't need to worry about her. Phil. okay, good. To
1: be it's, fair, I don't start
2: as
0: it's a it's a male.
1: Oh really? Um, oh YouTube personality. Yeah, that's see, now, now we're in One the stage film where that's not even us anymore. It's so beyond you, you're practically prehistoric. We're old now. You're like cave paintings. I, I'm you're like a f- massive turtle. No relevance.
0: A turtle as big as a car.
1: In
2: 2010, 17-year-old Malik auditioned in Manchester for the seventh series of reality television competition, The X Factor. He sang Let Me Love You by Mario as his audition song. Mario from the Super Mario Brothers. Yes, That's Phil. yeah,
1: yep. Is that yep. right? That's right. yeah. He used to be Mario and Luigi, and then they broke up, and he started his solo career. I yeah. feel like you're mocking me. No, of course not. Well, yeah. yeah do first, that to you? Mario
0: and Luigi were Super Mario Bros. Uh-huh. Yeah. When will I, will I be plumber?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. It's and right, then we Mario went solo. Title. Yeah. Mario is much more successful on his own because he's not a, an archetypal sex symbol. Mario, well, yeah, mm. he is. He's
0: a plumber with a massive moustache. And that's, what the, how kids, more that's sexy what the kids kid like get? these days. That's what millennials are into. It's not what millennials are into, but it's what? 70s porn mm. showcases. Yeah, but this was 2010. I don't know what you're all talking about.
2: I'm basically saying, I don't know how the song Let Me Love You by Mario goes. I'm Would you like to it. do a little excerpt from <laughs> me? I don't know me. either.
1: We probably oh, need... right. I see. <laughs>
2: so you're basically trying to hide from the fact that you are as ignorant as me on no, this particular uh, about Mario. Who cares? Yeah,
1: no one cares. No one cares. Everyone cares about Zay <laughs> Malik. No one yeah. cares about Mario. This see, is why you're old, I don't though. see how
2: you get to decide that and I don't. Why because can't it's our generation. That nobody cares. Well, we've just proven that it isn't. No, isn't. You're a full five years older than he is,
1: grandad. You can't even try it with me,
2: Phil. No. Come on, it's just embarrassing <laughs> for yourself. I know, you're so cool and you've clearly got your finger so firmly on that pulse that just to suggest otherwise exactly. is laughable. Exactly. I apologise. Upon auditioning for The X Factor, Malik stated that he was looking for an experience. He was eliminated before the final round of the competition, but judges Nicole Scherzinger and Simon Cowell. (laughs) That's her name! I know who that is! She's a pussycat doll!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nicole Scherzinger. Scherzinger,
2: that's her name!
1: Simon Cowell? I know who she is! She's a pussycat doll! Simon Cowell?
2: But judges Nicole Scherzinger yeah. and Simon Cowell grouped him with fellow competitors Harry Styles, <laughs> <and> <laughs> Niall Hor-
0: Here we go, here we go. This goes. is going to take ages. <laughs>
2: Would one of you two youngsters like to read this article out instead? Maybe you'll be a bit more street about (laughs) it. No, you read it. Is that the problem? (laughs) You'll be a bit more hip to the groove. No, just keep going. It's fine. fine. Keep going. But judges Nicole Scherzinger and Simon Cowell.
0: Scherzinger. How do you say it? Nicole Scherzinger. No, you changed it there. I didn't change it
2: there. I might have said Scherzinger.
0: That was it. That's why it was funny.
2: But judges Nicole Scherzinger and Simon Cowell. Grouped him. Is that how I should speak? Is that how you want me to speak? You speak with some how you feel. estuary English, slack-jawed,
0: even lazy now accent. estuary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Phil, come on, get through the sentence. You're becoming a parody of yourself.
2: But judges Nicole Scherzinger <laughs> and Simon Cowell grouped him with fellow competitors Ari Styles, Neil Oran, <laughs> Liam Payne, and Louis to
0: form. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even get a surname. That's more embarrassing what you said. To form
2: a new act for the remainder of the show. The boy band would become to be known as One Direction. The group quickly gained popularity in the UK, finished in third place, and was subsequently signed by Cowell to a reported two million Psycho Record contract. (laughs) (laughs) What? Uh, They had record
0: contracts in my time. I don't even know what's funny, but it just is. Uh, I remember Zane when he was on this. I remember him specifically because this was the the height of the X
1: Factor's fame. Yeah, I probably was still watching it
0: then. Zane was was put through into the, the final, like the boys boot camp, and he would just refuse to do anything like dancing, anything that would make him look uncool, he refused to do. And it was very obvious from that moment the boy band life just wasn't for him. Mm. He would be the difficult one. He'd be the difficult one, and lo and behold. There's was. a
2: picture here of, from 2011, um, Malik with One Direction on the X Factor Live tour in 2011. And this is me. I couldn't tell you which one's which in this picture, but I know now what Zayn yeah. Malik looks like. I can tell from that picture that he is the least charismatic of the band.
0: Yeah, but he's, he's the most handsome, so he can. He yeah, can glide but there's it. a
2: bolshiness about him. You can just see it, can't you?
0: I like the guy. I think he's probably my favourite one. Do think? Yeah. Who's yours? It's really hard. I don't think I've got a favourite. Well, it's not... I mean, Harry Styles looks like Gollum with a wig. Harry Styles
2: is definitely not my favourite.
0: A permed Gollum.
2: Oh, I feel like this, these are the kind of statements that are going to get us hate mail. Oh, we're definitely going to get hate for Okay, right, fine. Have to Let's it. call them out
0: on, on the Twitters. What, One Direction? Yeah.
2: Call happens. them out? Yeah.
0: Do you want to come and play? <laughs> <laughs> we're going up the recce <laughs> No, call them out. We're going to attack them. Yeah, we're going to say, "Well, directioners, you suck." Do you know that? And the real boy band is the Wiki Shuffle guys. and yeah. Which one is your favourite? And everyone will say, "Not Phil." <laughs> <laughs> I've never watched an episode of X Factor. Oh, shut up!
2: I've never watched an episode You've of X Factor. Never X-Factor. watched an episode of X Factor. No. Phil,
1: you just. You don't exist. So, you don't know what lockdown means in Deadlock? Deadlock! Oh, shit.
0: Oh, my God. You're one of him? Oh, I'm going to be out of the
1: club. What How does lockdown does... deadlock mean? How...
0: <laughs> <laughs> How does one get through life without seeing at least one episode of The X Factor? Surely you've seen it in passing.
2: I'm aware of its existence, but it's
0: not for me, is it? Yes, it's exactly for you. Mm. Making snide little comments on Twitter, that's the whole point. But that seems mean. These are children. Yeah, but in this
1: day and age, we're mean now. Yeah, we're mean. We're mean. Do you
0: remember Jedwood? Yeah. Do you remember Wagner? Yeah. Do you remember One Direction? Yeah. Do you remember uh, Alexandra Burke? <sighs> Leona Lewis? See, Ridian? That's the pro- I don't know Radian. Ridian. That
1: <laughs> 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 These Things were like horses. <laughs> Do you, have you heard of Cheryl Cole? Cheryl Fernandez-Fascini. Cheryl Tweedy. Cheryl Crow. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, go, explain to Phil, like, what happened with One Direction? They won it. No, they came third. Oh, well, they won in general because they're the biggest boy band in the world. So they won yeah, it. Yeah, but that's not what you were talking <laughs> about, is it? <laughs> no, but they won it. So who
0: beats? I think Rebecca Ferguson came second. Who?
1: And yeah, first well, was we, that, we all say that now. First
0: was that prick, Matt Cardle. Oh, yeah. Because at the end, Harry Styles, who was 16 at the time... You saw him whisper, and you could read his lips on the, on the TV broadcast. You couldn't hear him, but you could tell what he was saying by his lips. He said, just think of all the pussy you're going to get, mate. <laughs> Which was charming. For a 16-year-old boy. For a 16-year-old boy. Nice. Um, and funnily enough, Matt Cardle has not had uh, any, I don't think. He's disappeared off the face of the earth. He's any pussy. A, he's not had a sniff.
1: So you didn't... Uh, sorry, that's not, not the right word. Do you not even know about Yogan Quigg?
0: Who? Jorgen, Jorgen Quig, Quig and Diana Vickers
2: I, f- I feel like you're taking the mickey now Jorgen Quig Jorgen Quig
0: Jorgen Quig <laughs> Jorgen Quig was on the X Factor and he was a little boy from Ireland he was about 8 and when Diana Vickers got voted off he cried and it was hilarious it was, it was funny but you're laughing at an
2: 8 year old child yeah it wasn't 8 yet. it was
0: like about 9 or 10 <laughs> I mean, I don't that's,
2: know. that's not the threshold at which that becomes acceptable He's crying because he liked her and it was funny
0: yeah it was funny it's terrific. It was really funny. Nobody liked him though because he had a stupid name and he did a stupid phone face. Like, you know when people put their the phone up to their face, like, yeah, the that was, like phone. a phone.
1: So when um, he was hosting it at the time, Dermot OLeary, yeah, Demet, when Dermot was hosting it, he's saying, "Oh, if you want to vote for Eogan, bring this," and he would do this with like his hand to his ear like a phone, and he'd do a face like he was like confused about how the phone worked because <laughs> he's from Ireland <laughs> and he's a nine-year-old child. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he, he got came, in votes, and he then, came second, then the buddy. nation as a whole would come together and gang up on him, and he lost. And then he also lost a girl because she lost. He was yeah. unhappy, and she was she was way too good for him. <laughs> oh, that was so hilarious! She she went on to do better things.
2: Yeah, so he went back to Ireland to cry.
1: Yeah, and oh, we, who cares? Oh, uh, he released an album as well, but no one liked it. He released an album about <laughs> MySpace. Yes, yeah, called Forty Three Thousand Friends or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And we all thought it was funny, so we made fun of them again. And then Diana has released quite good songs. And she did well for a bit. And I think now she does all right. I don't know what she's
0: doing. She's doing yeah, she's pretty
1: good. Um, so do you feel like you're up to speed? Yeah. <laughs> do you know? <laughs> I
2: feel like I have made the correct life choices in never watching The X Factor.
0: No. No? no cause it's really good. It's been it's very funny over the years.
2: Everything yeah. that you've told me has reaffirmed the snap judgment I'd made.
0: Ah. That's weird. What about when Louis said there was a young black contestant and Louis, Louis said that he reminds him of a young Lenny Henry? Like nothing like Lenny Henry. There was Whoa. nothing about him that suggested Lenny Henry.
1: Wow. Just a quick one. Because there's, an, there's another important factor you need to know about the X Factor. You know Louis Walsh and all, all how funny he is. And every time he gets disappointed, they kick him off and then he ends up coming back to get someone else in. He, he quit once because he didn't like something that was going on, and they got this dancer guy in, and he was rubbish. Then, on the next episode, they flew Louis back in. It's like, oh, I'm back, it's Louis! But he's funny, and he loves all the little Irish people. If you're Irish, Louis. You're getting through. Yeah.
0: He's very biased towards the Irish people. Yeah.
2: Is this like wrestling, in that all the judges are like characters? What's the two terms in wrestling?
0: Heel, heel and F- face. He-
2: heels and faces. Is that what the judges
0: are all like? Yeah, Simon Cowell is like the mega heel. He's yeah. the Vince McMahon owner, yeah. corporate bad guy. Kind is of, the Cheryl kind of the face? She's sort of a tweener, which is like halfway between face and heel. I think she would. she's kind of a Roman Reigns. A lot of the children will cheer him. Or John Cena. Oh, a lot of no, children will cheer him, but the adults all her. think that she's an awful prick. Then you've got like Danny Minogue, straight up face. Nicole Schertzinger, <laughs> she's a face. Louis Walsh is like the ultimate baby face. Everyone loves him because, you know, he's just harmless. He's a, little, he's a little idiot and you just want to cuddle him.
2: Where does David Hasselhoff fall into all of this? He's
0: on, he was on Britain's Got Talent. Oh, God. You knew that.
2: Yeah, kind of did. <laughs> you but, prick. but I don't know how to tell the difference from them in a lot of other ways because it's just the same thing,
0: isn't it? No, Britain, I don't
1: like Britain's Got Talent. Britain's Got Talent's got dogs and stuff.
0: What are we doing? What article are we doing? Same Malik.
1: <laughs> I think you've learned as, as much as you can. Yeah, you know um, you now more than any other, any other dinosaurs, I know. Uh, well right. done. <laughs> yeah,
0: you've absorbed as much X-Factor information as you possibly can. You know that Let's Simon Cowell's on.
1: a lot older than me, don't you? Nope.
2: No? Well, I'm pretty sure that's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not certain, but pretty sure. In March 2015, so we're bringing this right up to date now, Malik was seen at a London recording studio with producer Naughty Boy... <laughs> Am I supposed to take that seriously?
0: <laughs> yeah. go. Oh,
2: yeah. God. Leading to speculation of the pair working on music together, following his departure from One Direction, Malik alluded to the potential of a solo career with the release of his first solo studio album to be released under the Psycho label in 2016. On March 31st, 2015, Naughty Boy released on SoundCloud an early demo of the song I Won't Mind, said to feature Malik.
1: Couldn't quite be sure. Oh, it's a rumour.
0: I know he released Pillow Talk recently, which is his first big single, and his album's on the way, and it'll, I mean, he, he left One Direction stating that his, he never enjoyed the musical direction, thought it was too poppy, and then he's went and released a single, which is not a million miles away from yeah. Justin Bieber's current output,
2: got uh, so he's on a, his face. he seems a bit
0: of a hypocrite.
2: Sorry, Chris, he's got
0: a tattoo on his face. He's yeah. got
1: a tattoo on his face. Yeah, this is new, this when he came out the other day. Since when? Like really recently,
0: <laughs> since the other day, because that's what you just said. Yeah, no, <laughs> what?
1: Well, he's got a tattoo on his face. It, this might ta- be right. Talk ta- me through it. Last night on Twitter, there was an Instagram picture, and he's got a tattoo on his face.
2: What's the tattoo of? Where on his I think face? It says
1: mum. It says mum. Shut Look up. Shut
2: up. Honestly, Zayn Malik has a dream tattoo it. on his face. Whereabouts on his face? Because there's like quite there, a lot right of real estate the there on the temple, saying mum. Yeah, I'm googling it right now.
0: While you're looking that up, I'll read... Wow, he does. He has a mum tattoo on his head. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That's a really new development. That can't be real. Let me Well, see. there's, the, there's rumours. No. What a silly boy. It might not be real. It might not be real, probably. But it's hard it. to know. The caption of the picture is, Like I would, which sort of is says. kind of a, a colloquial term for... And he's got a sing. There's no way I would do this. No, I understand how the English language works. I'm just saying that in case,
1: because I don't imagine that would translate to... Okay. But, yeah. And BuzzFeed will yeah. snap that up pretty quick. Yeah. Might not be real. Current mm. Affairs for two weeks ago. <laughs> Malik cites urban
2: music as his main musical influence, having grown up predominantly with R&B, hip-hop and reggae,
0: as well as bop and Bollywood music. What's do you know bop? what bop is? No, what's bop? Are you serious? You don't know what bop is? Charlie Parker and stuff. No, that's bebop. Well, that's what it means, doesn't it? Let's click on it. So yeah, that's what it means, bebop. Get rid of unnecessary letters. Yeah. Get rid of the B. Get rid of the O. Then it's quite boop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Can we do that? Just did. Okay. Good. Malik originally auditioned to be a solo R and B singer before becoming part of One Direction. His R and B singing style stood out compared to the band's pop style. He later cited creative differences as his reason for leaving the band. He was regarded as the band's strongest singer with the widest vocal range. He has a wide tenor vocal range and is known for his belting and falsetto singing techniques and hitting high notes with his vocals. Malik was known as the Bradford bad boy. Sounds like a pot noodle. (laughs) (laughs) Malik was known as the Bradford bad boy of One Direction due to his mischievous behaviour, his many tattoos and rock star hairstyles. Since prior to X Factor, Malik has been a fan of tattoos, saying that he likes getting tattoos and that he loves the whole culture behind them. Deep. Yeah, really deep, man. His first tattoo was revealed on his Twitter account. Malik got his grandfather's name in Arabic. Since then, Malik has had several more tattoos. Discussing Malik's possible solo career after leaving the boy band, Billboard editor Joe Lynch described him as the quiet one in the group. Never one to grab the spotlight during interviews. He typically saved the words for the songs, not for media soundbites. I just read uncharismatic from that sentence. Yeah,
1: that's, that's how I read that as well. He's definitely my least favourite. What? I don't know, Yeah, I'm not a fan.
2: Malik dated fellow X Factor contestants Geneva Lane, former member of Belle Amie. I mean, I'm reading them out. Some of these you can forget, like, them. Way ahead of you. Malik dated fellow X Factor contestant Geneva Lane, forgotten about, former member of Belle Amie, also forgotten about, in 2010, and then Rebecca Ferguson for four months.
0: They were about 16, 17, weren't Mm. they, during the X Factor? And she was like... Mid-twenties with a kid, like a proper adult woman. And if it was the other way around, it would have been creepy as fuck. But because she's a woman, it's fine. Yeah. Everyone just goes,
1: nice. And
2: that's it. He dated actress Stephanie Davis for five months in 2011. Good old Steph.
1: I don't really know what's going to happen. I don't watch Big Brother anymore.
2: Maybe
0: you should. Well, we'll, I'll tell you about Big Brother, right? I know what Big Brother is. (laughs) (laughs) Who is Stephanie Davis? She was on the recent Celebrity Big Brother. She's a Holly Holly Hollyoaks
2: actress originally. Right, okay, because... You can't be on Celebrity Big Brother unless you've done
1: something first. Yeah, yeah, Hollyoaks, and this was Hollyoaks, mainly Hollyoaks. Okay, and she's just awful—one of the worst humans. I don't think we need to talk about too much. You can just literally go on. Okay, have I just
2: worked out why you don't like Zayn Malik, Chris, from the next sentence?
0: Oh, I think you have. He began
2: dating Perry Edwards of Little Mix in early (laughs) 2012. (laughs) Uh, That might be uh, like a subconscious thing. Uh huh. Because th- you've got a little bit of a soft spot for Perry. is that She's my favourite out
1: say. of Little Mix, and I love Little Mix. Don't forget about Little Mix. I they were on my Spotify playlist. My what? winning playlist.
0: Your winning playlist. <laughs> yeah. I don't want it to, obviously, heaven forbid, this turn into a lads, lads, lads podcast, but mm. obviously Leanne is the best Little Mix.
1: Obviously. Yeah. I don't want it to turn to lads, lads, lads either. And I'm happy that we've all got different, different tastes. In I'm not.
0: Chests. I think Perry is... Fucking minger, mate. <laughs>
2: <sighs> <sighs> so he began dating Perry Edwards of Little Mix in early 2012 and they got engaged in 2013. Yeah, that's probably why I don't like him. Yeah, it could be it, couldn't it? On the 4th of August 2015, however, Malik's representative confirmed that the couple had ended their engagement.
0: There you go. Brilliant. You can um, get in there now. Happy You happy and God. Perry forever. Sitting in a tree. I was bewitched.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I find like So
2: uh, <laughs> I can make pop cultural references as long as they're pre- <laughs> from the 90s. <laughs> as long as they're from the 90s, <laughs> then I'm fine. Since November 2015, he has been seen on dates with American model Gigi
1: Hadid. Do you know who that is? A model? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I know, but I know she's a model, but I don't really know anything about her.
2: Malik is Muslim. He tweeted the Islamic Declaration of Faith in 2012. He speaks English and Urdu and can read Arabic. He has received abuse in the form of anti-Muslim slurs which at one point led him to temporarily deleting his Twitter account. He is an official ambassador of the British Asian Trust Charity Group. During the 2014 IDF siege on Gaza, Malik posted the message Free Palestine on Twitter, resulting in him receiving angry responses and death threats. There's a discography at the end here. He's only released one single on his own, Pillow Talk, this year. Got to number one in the UK and Australia and Canada and Ireland and New Zealand and Sweden and the USA
3: I'm seeing the pain, seeing the pleasure nobody but you, nobody but me, nobody but us, bodies together I love to hold you close tonight and all night I love to wake up next to you I love-
2: only got to number 3 in Italy though loser what a loser I mean, well done. That's really (laughs) impressive, isn't it? Who do you
0: think will be the first one to quit WikiShuffle? You. You. Yeah, I think yeah we've already well.
2: established that it's most likely to be you because you're going to North Korea.
0: <laughs> you're never coming back <laughs> from
1: North Korea. And I don't
2: think you can record a podcast. I'm not sure what their attitude will be on podcasting from within the borders of North Korea, since I don't even think... I'm going for three days. Especially not like, like, this one. See, you're only supposed to be there for three days. I can see you ending up there a lot longer because mm. you caused some kind of international incident.
0: What can I possibly do? Any-
2: Clumsily stumble into the demilitarised zone just by accident.
0: <laughs> Neither of you have ever seen me on My Best Behaviour. No, can it can be done. I'll be fine. Anyway, it's going to be due to uh, musical differences.
2: Oh look, he featured on a single with Chris Brown. That's a good artistic choice it's to make, nice. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, associate yourself with Chris Brown as much as you want. He's in no way—nearly used the c-word again, but use it.
0: Oh come on, it's Chris Brown. Yeah. If anyone deserves it, say it, Phil.
2: Chris Brown's a cunt, isn't he? Yeah,
0: yeah. he is. He really is.
2: Mega chip potato. Which <laughs> Marvel
0: films he in? <laughs>
2: I really need a haircut. I've got a proper
0: fucking mullet cut Yeah, haircut, you I have. Mean. It's quite crazy. I think you should just shave it all off as an experiment. See what happens. No, it be the first time. Really? I not
1: have seen pictures. I've seen pictures of Phil with no bed and no head
0: pad. Whoa. Talking about Mega Chip potato. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mega Chip is a round white
2: potato variety with good tuber size and specific gravity for chipping. What?
0: What does that mean? <laughs> This is like a brain article from last week again. I don't yeah. understand, even well, though it's about potatoes. Well, so the tuber, that's
2: a... A, a potato is a type of tuber. So the tuber is no, the it's potato not. lump a tube itself. An instrument. The tuber is brass instrument, That's with an A. This is T-U-B-E-R.
0: And what does that mean? It's root
2: vegetables, the actual lump that you eat is the tuber part.
1: No, it's what? No, I thought. No, we did say mallet. I thought, and now he's talking about like agriculture from olden times.
0: This is his area of expertise. Specialized subject: (laughs) tubing vegetables
2: tubers are in large structures in some plant species used as storage organs for nutrients they are used mm. for the plants perenniation survival of the winter or dry months to provide energy and nutrients for regrowth during the next growing season and as a means of asexual reproduction common plant species with stem tubers include potato and yam some sources also treat modified lateral roots root tubers under the definition these are encountered in sweet potato cassava and dahlia we deserve that it's after or the, the X Max stuff. I was right. Whoa.
0: It's the lumpy, fleshy bit that you want. Is it? Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. why didn't you just say that? Okay. I pretty much said <laughs> <laughs> that. could have just said that. Saved us all the hassle. <laughs> so, what's the gravity? Why is gravity important in chippings? It's for good for chipping. Right. Like, right. So, the, it, it lies nicely. The
2: specific gravity is your water content, I believe, your water to starch <laughs> ratio. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, good. Oh, my God.
2: Shall I qualify this in explaining that I did used to work in a crisp factory?
1: Oh what? <laughs> of course you did. Of course you
2: did. What do you, what do you mean? Where? I used to work for Golden Wonder. In Corby? In Corby. Shut up. Yeah. My I, nan used to work there. I didn't work in the factory. I worked I of did there. Of course you did
0: He was chief I, uh, tuber. Don't assume that my nan worked in the factory, that <laughs> <Doesn't> motherfucker. <laughs> she was the CEO. <laughs> you sexist anti-Irish pig I didn't know she was Irish who else is going to work in a potato factory <laughs> <laughs> tell us about your job at the potato factory yeah, tell I us, did the please. demand
2: planning at the potato factory how much demand
0: what? was there for Tuba
2: well lots because that was the prime ingredient that was the main thing that there was demand for yeah but I I did the... Oh, this isn't interesting to anybody, is it? Yeah, keep yeah,
1: going. I mean, it's not. It's you need not. to know your backstory. Yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> so your the, origin story. Your
0: origin story about when I was bitten by a radioactive potato. <laughs> the mega <negative> chip potato, go! <laughs> how did you turn into a massive potato?
2: <laughs> my job was to produce the forecast of how many crisps we were going to <laughs> <The> sell. potato
0: <laughs> forecast. The, it's the,
2: it's a little potato weatherman. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I was kind of the potato weatherman, yeah. <laughs> this is an important job in an industrial <laughs> environment. You need to know, particularly in the world of fast-moving consumer goods, you need to know how much of a particular commodity to produce. And my job was to work out realistically how many packets of crisps we were going to sell that week so that we could make an appropriate number of
1: appropriate flavours of bags of crisps. So you needed to say to Gary, who's in charge of letting the tube in, we need get. <laughs> so Gary, on Wednesday, we're going to make a lot of crisps. I worked be out a bit... the forecast. Yeah, yeah that's need... exactly it. Yeah, we need X amount of potatoes. Yep, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's like... exactly what that's exactly what it
0: involves. <laughs> yeah. a char. literally the worst job anyone's ever had. <gasps> no,
2: how do you think this works? <laughs> how How could it work without that person being in place? What you would just make a random number of crisps that day.
0: So you were like Michael Fish, but for potatoes. You were were Michael Potato. (laughs) That
2: implies that Michael Fish predicts fish.
1: (laughs) That was his side job. How did you predict the potatoes? What did you do? Was it just a feeling? Did it's a lot more complicated than that. That's forecasting is. It's a lot more
2: complicated than that. It would be based on a number of factors. Historic sales and product mix would mm-hmm. be a big factor. Yeah. Now the biggest factor in modern fast-moving consumer goods sales is promotional activity. Once upon a time, your sales through supermarkets like that were very seasonal, that seasonality has given way to whether or not something's on promotion. So if there's a bog-off oh, going on market. at Asda, then the demand is going to massively spike during that promotion. Which, so it yeah. would be my job to collate the information from that promotion. See which potatoes have got the most followers on Twitter. So. That kind of thing, yeah. <laughs> Work out the flavour mix within that particular promotion because obviously there'd be yeah. different flavours of crisps being so, offered up on that same yeah. promotion yeah. and then split the demand and the production accordingly. And then I'd feed that information to our production planner who I would work with and she would schedule which line would make which flavour of crisp on which
1: day and how many of. So it's like, <laughs> uh, <if> like <laughs> the King Edward potato was like... Trending massively on Instagram. Need no. <laughs> to get Deborah involved.
2: <laughs> no, you see, this is where it comes down to the specific gravity for chipping, because different types of potato are suitable for crisps and chips and mash, and others aren't so much.
0: Which one is suitable for mash? King Edward's a Masher, which, isn't it? Which one is suitable for chipping?
2: Now, the Mega Chip potatoes. Which one is suitable recorded. for
0: crisps? traditionally like ones.
2: golden wonder got its name because they made their crisps from the golden wonder variety potato oh,
0: however, oh interesting this is why he's, how, the potato weatherman. This however, why he's the potato weatherman however
2: they don't use those anymore and i cannot remember the variety there was a couple of varieties this is why he's not the potato weatherman anymore, <laughs> and i can't remember what they were called but they were obscure things
0: so what um what, what was the best flavor the most popular flavour. No, the, the best. best.
2: <laughs> I said the best, didn't I? The okay. best. What was the best? So, okay, in my opinion... Yeah. Well, your professional flavor, opinion... The, of the professional. best flavour that Golden Wonder make is the sausage and tomato flavour. Well, I didn't predict that. Oh. Well, we're talking to the expert.
0: But you're a vegetarian. It didn't have so, any real
2: sausage yet. Well, then what's the point? Just savoury goodness. That would be
0: good if you got a bag of crisps and just had little chunks of sausage in it. Would it? Yeah. And you words. could scoop them up. Thanks for the mime, because I was struggling. Hang on. right, let me just get this straight in my head, because this is all new information. Yep. And I'm expecting that the listeners are reeling from all of this. Uh Uh-huh. It's a lot to take on
2: at once. I'll
0: I'll give you that. So you predicted potatoes. Yeah. And you got paid for that. Yeah. And then what if you did it wrong? Everyone's going to do it as a hobby. Did you ever do (laughs) it? Did you ever... I don't know. Look at you. (laughs) Did you ever do it... In my spare Did you time. Ever do it no, wrong? I'm not Did you a you weirdo. Do yes, you are. <laughs> Did you ever do it wrong? Did you oh, all the time wrong? it was
2: really hard. Okay. It was really hard because some promotions would just die on their ass yeah. and you'd and have w- no w- you way of doing it. Predicting it for it.
0: this factory specifically or for the whole of Golden Wonder? The whole of Golden Wonder. So, so you were like the big cheese in the potato factory. <laughs> <laughs> Well you were like you were you were the I, decision man. If you had a you did it
2: wrong. decision man, I was involved in the process. It was a okay. team effort. There's yeah. no Very you know, diplomatic. No system can be over reliant on one component. That's just a structural weakness there. So we were a team in yeah. the planning department, but yeah, I was a pretty big cog in that machine. How much money did you get paid for doing? <laughs> pretty big cog in the, the potato thing. machine. No. I was getting paid about 24 grand. Okay,
0: in, in, this must be a while ago.
2: This was 2007 and 8. Short
0: tenure. This yeah. is when you left your current job on I... a sabbatical to do some potato <laughs> forecasting and then you came back, that's, is that right?
2: That's exactly what yeah. happened, yeah. I went away to see the world. <laughs> world, of world of potatoes potatoes, yeah. um, and I left because the owners of the company were massive fucking racists and I couldn't really? tolerate to be around them in
0: what way, who did
2: they hate most there was a, I think I'm going to just say this because it happened and they were absolute nasty pieces of work they got taken mm-hmm. over by an Irish company, Tato, Tato yeah. um, took them over and there was one the sales director in particular, whose name I can't remember he was in one sales meeting I was in um, it was ready to get started, and he was just, just having a little friendly josh with one of the sales managers who happened to be Jewish, and the rhyme that he um, quoted to him was, I'd rather be a packy than a Jew, is Whoa. what he said in front of everybody in a kind of terraces-type chant, I would rather be a packy than a Jew. How
1: did the guy, what did the guy say?
2: Oh, he was all very matey and pally about it, and it was like, yeah, you're right. Um, it was just disgusting, the whole... Attitude of them was just so oh, really yeah. unpleasant. The that CD. puts such a
0: bad taste in your mouth. Like, oh, yeah. it really did. Like a sausage and tomato crisp.
2: No, no, no. You needed lots of sausage and tomato
0: <laughs> and crisp uh, okay. to compensate uh, for the the CD, the CD
1: racist underbelly of the potato industry. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> you didn't predict that though. You should have had that on yeah. your weather prediction. You do, you do the, the next
1: panorama about potatoes. Could. Yeah. BBC potato correspondent. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm qualified. Uh, how have I not heard this before? <laughs> this is incredible. Oh, just so much detail there. I, what article are we doing? The mega chip. potato <laughs> We're talking about the mega chip potato. is one I've never even heard subject. of. You've never heard yeah. of it? No. I'm oh, not, okay. Not so it's not there. a big potato. But well, it sorry, is yeah. a big potato. That's yeah, the first but thing we know but about yeah, it. it. It's not. It's not like one of the big ones. That not you know that I'm aware. But there's lots and lots of different varieties. No, cool. so Maris is. Piper. No, it's <laughs> Maris Piper, not. I think that's a fluffy one, isn't
2: it? You're the expert. I, I really can't remember. I, I can't remember because I didn't actually do the purchasing, so I would just say we need this many potatoes. I didn't really care about varieties and things like this.
0: <laughs>
1: we need but, this many potatoes. Yeah, but Deborah, we, we need this many potatoes now. Yeah, but we would be... And
2: that conversation happened really quite regularly because we would get... But the potatoes would be de- delivered by the truckload. So it would be... So we'd get sort likes. of two trucks. Deborah loads. needs six... Trucks of potatoes now, stat! Yeah, pretty much. Like I said, I wouldn't make that phone call. Who
1: would? One of your enderlings. The purchasing guy. Oh, it's a lot to take in. It's a fast-moving world. So, yeah.
0: how... how uh, I think maybe we should move on and, and I leave. I think
2: we've done enough. We'll, um, you feel like we might revisit this again in the future? I now think you know so. About
0: yeah. Because okay. we've taught you a lot about X Factor today. Yeah. And you've taught us a lot about potatoes. Okay. It's all very mutually beneficial. This podcast. It's great, you know, because I didn't know today that I'd learn a lot about potatoes ah, and I mean, the crisp industry.
2: Well, we're quite Wreathian in our outlook, really.
0: Quite? What does that mean? Oh, Jesus Christ. I Wreathian.
2: Wreath was the founder of the BBC and he set out the principles of that the BBC should inform, educate and entertain. Inform, educate, kind of the same thing. Not... Necessarily because things can be current affairs that aren't necessarily educational. Like Uh, I never arguably Zayn Malik's face tattoo is not that educational, but it is informative. Yeah, but Uh. I'm
0: grouping all that boring stuff together. Right, yeah. So entertaining is really where we want to be. We haven't done any of that. No. (laughs) (laughs) But we've done all the boring stuff. So there's still time. We've got the outro to do so we we don't know anything (laughs) about the mega chip potato
2: yet let's do the article shall we it's a round white potato variety with a good sized tuber and specific gravity for chipping it was developed at the Rhinelander agricultural research station in Wisconsin and was the result of a cross between the WIS chip and the FYF 85 and several years of selection This cross, resulting in the mega chip, was made in 1985. It produces high-quality chips that have an excellent colour both from the field and after storage. As a chip man... Really not how (laughs) I refer to myself on my business cards.
0: As a chip man, when you go into a shop, no, a chippy, when it's summer and it says we're now frying new potatoes, does your heart just sink? Because it does mine. Yeah, that's not what you want. You might as well not even bother. Well, you still do, though, don't you? I do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll just like put more salt and vinegar on to mask the hideous texture of a, of yeah. a new potato in a chip. Yeah, I just thought I'd get that in there, because it's, it's a gripe. It's yeah, a big gripe. And
2: you're talking about the storage conditions and how the consistency of the potato stays. That's exactly what I was talking about. that's something that they've clearly addressed in the genetic engineering of the mega chip. It, was it? I wasn't uh, listening. Several years of selection, they've said resulting in high-quality chips that have an excellent colour both from the field and after storage, so you get a consistency. Oh. And you, you eradicate that seasonality, which used to be a lot more prominent than it is today in a lot
1: of foods. One day, I'm going like to look back on my life and realise I spent 45 minutes talking to a potato man. <laughs> <laughs> we spent 61 episodes talking to a potato
0: man we just didn't realise.
1: <laughs> Did you know this, Chris?
0: No, I, didn't I, didn't know know you, I didn't know you. I didn't know you.
1: I didn't know the details of the Potato Man. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you at the Golden
2: Wonder. The agricultural features of the Super Chip—that's not what it's called—is it? the Mega Chip is that it has a high level of resistance to common scab, moderately resistance to foliar early blight, powdery scab, pink rot, dry rot, and soft rot.
0: Were these S- all factors in your forecasting? Although the seasonality <laughs> was reduced. High rot To the south today. <laughs> <laughs> But soft draught up north with some sprinkling of salt.
2: It kind of was a consideration Mm. because the price of potato would fluctuate really quite significantly. While I was there, we had one really wet summer. And so all of the potatoes were coming out of the ground sort of semi-rotten already and there was a real potato shortage oh, and that really ah, pushed the price up. The great really, potato shortage. How was the
0: feeling in the office at that point? <laughs> it, was <pretty> nervous. Nervous. <laughs> it was nervous. It was nervous. And
2: when you imagine. get a truck full of half-rotten potatoes, it was really grim as well. Mm. I didn't have to deal with them, obviously.
0: That, so, so they would turn up with half-rotten um, potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They'd turn up with half-rotten potatoes and what, expect you to pay for them? Yeah, well, we'd have to turn them away. Wow! And where would they go and put the potatoes? Um, in a bin. Not really my problem. Potato bin. No.
2: <laughs> I can tell you where all the crisps went to when we accidentally. I'm not interested.
0: <laughs> no, I am. I want to hear
2: it. I've got to follow it through. Come on. So what would happen is that we would make too many crisps for a promotion. Then
1: <laughs> someone's jumped in. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> well, yeah, right. that was my job. <laughs> get <free> that <laughs>
0: what would happen is I fucked my job up significantly. <laughs>
2: Well, there are a couple of things that we could do. So if we realise straight away, because we used to own brand the crisps for all the supermarkets, so what sometimes happened, and this was preposterous when When you say that, can you you explain? So different supermarkets like Asda and Sainsbury's and Tesco's would have their own brands of crisps, so they'd use their own packaging for the crisps, but they're all the same.
0: So what you're saying is that Golden Wonder crisps are just the own brand crisps in a different package?
2: It's... No, it's not quite as straightforward as that. Okay, I
0: watched do a programme once go, about go this, on. I
1: think I know. Tell me if I'm wrong, Phil. But
0: Why don't you just let Phil tell us? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to try and... Like, okay, I want to
1: have a guess, because I think I might be right. So when companies like Golden Wonder do all the, the potatoes, when I mean, you're forecasting it, and Gary's there doing the phones, Trevor's making sure the truck's are in, whatever. <laughs> so Asda have a specific recipe for their crisps. Yep. But Golden Wonder will make them. Yeah, uh, It all depends on economies of scale. Pretty much, yeah. Bang.
2: So generally <laughs> speaking, the flavouring that would be used on the own brand ones would be of a cheaper consistency. There wouldn't be as much flavour and sure. it wouldn't be quite as good. However, when you got things like the Ready Salted, where the only ingredient of in flavouring is salt then pretty much they would be the same product. However, if you go for the first pass of potatoes, you get the bigger Mm. ones. And so we'd use the bigger potatoes for the Golden Wonder and then the smaller potatoes that were a bit bittier and Uh, um, not as uh, as good. They would go into the own brand. But there wouldn't be most of the time because Golden Wonder don't really sell that many crisps. There wouldn't be that much difference in the potato quality. That's but the um... flavouring would make a difference. So, what would happen was for sometimes when we massively overproduced, we would literally, and this is preposterous that this happens, take all the crisps that have been made, empty out the packets, and rebag them. You can do a rebagging. Do a rebagging. That is preposterous. You just can't oh. imagine that that could ever no. be cost effective, but sometimes that would happen. Other times, we would clear out the overproduced stuff. Through places like Home Bargains and yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. So they've got much shorter use-by dates on the places and yeah. those. Uh, and then our final port of call would be the prison service. So the crisps that were just properly about to go out of date or even had gone out of date would then get sold very cheaply to the prisons. Mm. See, that's
0: genuinely interesting, isn't it? You I mean, it's not, that. but I think <laughs> I've been we've been learning about this for so long that now something has clicked in my brain and I've started to find it quite interesting. Okay, good. Stockholm <laughs> Syndrome, I think. Yeah, that's, yeah. It. Mm. that's it. That's it. Right, for one now. One more thing, and okay. then
1: we'll, we'll round up on the potatoes. What was the most exciting day you had at the chip factory? <laughs> the most exciting like potato day, like a day when like loads of potatoes came in and they were really good. Like just exciting when the
0: lorry turned up and they were really good potatoes. Oh, Where are... you like, oh my god, this is awesome! This is the best potato all these day. Wicked potatoes. <laughs> and was
1: it called potato day when they turned up? <laughs> <laughs>
2: It would happen, like, three times a week, so it really Exciting wasn't that every much of a spectacle.
1: Potato day nearly every day.
2: The thing that I remember most was doing a taste trial for some new Taste the Difference sort of high-premium brand, um, own crisps. brand crisps, and there was a whole bunch of different prawn cocktails to try. That was great because they were all really good and some of them were proper good.
1: All right, okay, one more I'm thing. Fine. One more thing and then good we're done. Problem. If I give you... A packet of crisps, yeah. <laughs> Which I'm sure has happened in the past. And you, you go, oh, thanks, Chris. I'm gonna eat these crisps. If I've got you shake crisps, do you know? Like, it's not because they, like don't taste very nice, but do you know by the quality of the potatoes? Um Is that that's something you've got?
2: Sometimes, yeah, I can tell
1: if. Do you like go? Mmm. Oh, that's a bad potato. <laughs>
2: Not so much the potatoes themselves because the, the general quality is pretty consistent in this country now anyway. Mm. What you can tell, the thing that I'm good at spotting is a bad salt and vinegar flavour. Oh, yeah. Salt and vinegar is very prone to going rancid, the flavouring that's used there. And so it can still be in date, but it goes really, really unpleasant. Yep. Um, and, and you, you get out a lot with the cheaper brands. That. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it tastes like, I don't know how to describe it. Rancid is the, rancid, is the yeah, technical yeah, yeah, yeah. term. Oh, well, yeah, I suppose it would be.
2: Inert flavours, you can just carry on using them for y- literally years without them having any use-by-date issues.
1: <sighs> wow. Any more? Thanks for listening to the Potato Cast, <laughs> The podcast. <laughs> oh,
0: Given... my, my head is, is mashed. Given
2: that <laughs> the <that laughs> article's only five lines long, I think we've got quite a bit of material out of that. What do you reckon? Did, yeah.
0: Thank you for listening to episode 61 of Wiki Shuffle, the most rancid-flavoured episode yet. We'll be back again next week for more potato
1: news. <laughs> what's going on in the world of potatoes? What's, what's Phil already on? knows. Phil He's what's, forecasting it. What,
0: this was 2007 2008, but have you kept to date with the uh, potato world since then?
3: I... He has, not he? <laughs> he? fucking has!
0: He's kept up to date. You can see it in his face. He has, he has Googled... How's the potato stocks doing? No, because that was never what I cared about.
2: Um, I've always... Ca- <laughs> you. If ever you go shopping with me, you will notice that I dawdle in the crisp aisle to see what the brand mix and the flavour mix is doing oh, at the moment. Wow. Uh, because it just interests me. Potatoes. Yeah, so you can see. <laughs> that if you notice, the proportion of the aisle that's taken up by just bog-standard crisps yeah. has shrunk to about half the size it was even mm. 10 years ago. Because people just want fancier things now, and so the forecast isn't good for the potatoes. Well, it's just different. It's the, the overall volume's still the same, but it's more your sort of kettle chips. And I've,
0: I've got a bit of a confession to make. What's that? I don't like posh crisps. I know it's. I, like I agree.
2: In reality, a good old-fashioned, ready salted
0: crisp is the best. Yeah, yeah. I kettle chips. I think are gross. Sensations never bothered with them. I don't even like walkers that much, but, you know, give me a Monster Munch or another council estate variety and I will gobble them down like there's no tomorrow. It's just my taste, I guess. Space Invader me up.
1: I, I, I'm sorry, this is just, this fascinated me, this potato thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you do, like, any other sort of crisp, mean like your standard crisp? Like, did you do a wacky one, like a what's-it?
0: Yeah, we did. Oh, you did the twirly reds packet. That like what's-its, but curly and maybe a bit spicy. Golden Wonder, they do a lot of things. Yeah, they do,
2: but I don't know what you're describing specifically. Transformer Snack. Transformer Snacks, yeah, they were in the um, Wensbury factory. Of course they were. Which ones are in your factory? We, at Corby, we did specifically just Crisp Crisps, and we also had a contract to do the, and you probably won't remember these, um, Mini Pringles.
1: I remember these, yeah, mini Pringles. Yeah, yeah they did them they in a, like pack. a little, little pack, mini, Pringles. Of mini yeah. Pringles. I
2: didn't know about those They that were exorbitantly great. expensive, and you got like a five percent of a tube of Pringles, and they'd be gone in about three seconds, and they weren't in any way satisfying. They're a, they bit fun, a bit more fun
1: to <laughs> forecast.
2: No, because I didn't do the forecasting for them because we were subletting space, so I didn't uh, actually involve myself in those at all. You just stuck to the crispy you name. Know. Yeah, we did <laughs> knickknacks <laughs> for a bit, and oh, we oh are, that'd be fun. And I love we did for a bit, but we'd sold those off, so that was only the first couple of months. We crunches, yeah, we
0: crunches. Anel Walkers? They are. That's not right. Well, it's... And how did you... I mean, we we have... I mean, I don't mean to drag this podcast on for any longer than it needs to be, but... I mean yeah you've got the whole potato side of the business but what about once you get into maize and wheat and the f-
2: extruded snack side of the business yeah mm. the, yes, that's, that's what I was trying to say because the yeah. whole process is entirely different because mm, where they say baked not fried that's because what they effectively do to make its and all of those things under the family of extruded snacks they're cooked by pre- heat generated by pressure yeah, so effectively idiot. what you get is a great big lump of battery stuff mm. that you then mm. squeeze through a massive Play-Doh machine mm. and then <laughs> <laughs> they sort of come out, and it spins, and it chops them off as it goes, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. pretty so, cool to watch.
0: So when you're, like, the, the pre-form, before it's made into a watsip shape, is that kind of like the form it takes once you've chewed a it for a while? It's like just kind of weird mush?
2: I guess I can't remember what it. Look, I don't know that I ever saw it actually. Mm.
0: Well, this has been fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can talk about the QI podcast all you like. You can talk you know about what, things if, you should know, but if we, if this we, is proper potato chat. Yeah,
1: I mean, if we did our first podcast, which no one will remember, where it's just me and you interviewing people, mm-hmm. we just had the Potato Man on. This we would have been our best man. episode. Easy. If I wasn't actually on this one, yeah. you were a guest. Yeah. If I was on QI and Crisps came up, I would <laughs> know
2: a damn sight more than Joe Brand. Yeah, you would. I think you know more than anyone. I think you know more than anyone about potatoes. Uh, if Johnny Vegas was on, he'd probably know a bit more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just through experience, you pick these things up. If you're going to eat 15 packets a day, you're going to just. Uh, mm. was, he, was he a brand ambassador? <laughs> I don't so.
0: Obviously, Walker says Gary Lineker <laughs> and now Jamie Vardy. But what <laughs> what um, celebrities were involved with the Golden Wonder brand? Uh, none. Who was celebrating? None. Golden Wonder uh,
2: as a brand was dying on its it ass. It was, yeah. Until you came uh, and rescued it. No, not really. No, it's still dying on its ass. But they had all the own brand business. So That's Tato came in exist. and bought them out for next Tato. Year have thing. you
0: tried the, the um, cheese and onion? Cheese and onion chocolate. Today.
2: Cheese and onion chocolate, no.
0: It was chocolate with cheese and onion crisps inside the chocolate. And it was good. It doesn't sound good, it sounds awful, but it was quite nice.
2: One of the things that Golden Wonder had the licence for while I was there, but I never actually made...
0: (laughs) we still going. Chris has fallen off his chair. You might
2: be interested in this one, Chris. One of the things that Golden Wonder had the licence for, but never actually made was Iron Brew flavoured crisps. Whoa! Oh, yeah. yeah, so you've perked up a little bit. You thought it was going to be another doll Hang story. on.
0: <laughs> they didn't do it. They didn't do the, it. they have the licence. They had so, the licence. So license, like, they when, like when big Hollywood corporations keep uh, a script back or an idea and they're yeah. just like, no, we're not making the film, but we just want to own the rights to it Yeah, pretty much. so no one else can do it. Yeah, They're doing that with Iron Brew right now. I don't know if they're still doing it now, but they were at the time. Oh, I'm furious. It's... That's the greatest idea of all time. I don't really know what it would taste like. It would taste like soggy iron brew crisps. Yeah, but they're not going to be soggy, because that wouldn't work. Well, then, ha- obviously, they will, because you're pouring iron brew into the packets. That's how I imagine <laughs> they <laughs> would be made. That, no, just that, the wouldn't next step. that wouldn't Fizzy work. That wouldn't work. You're just going to end
2: up with a packet Carbonated of Carbonated
0: crisps. Hang on, that, that exists. Roasters. Roasters should do iron oh. brew. And then everyone's happy. You've got your bubbled chip effect. You've got your brew taste. It's done. I mean, it's in the bag.
2: Crisp we the worry ear. about alienating other international audiences. With the case of Iron Brew, we're alienating anyone outside the perimeter of Corbyn yeah, or so. Scotland. Or
0: Scotland. To wrap up. All right. yeah, we... For God's sake, wrap this up. <laughs> for God's sake. No, because this has been my favourite episode by far. This is the most fun I've ever had doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely. Oh, what's happened? I've got right into this. I haven't checked the football scores in ages. <laughs> okay, let's. I tell you what. If okay. people want to know more
2: about the crisp industry as much as I can divulge, yeah, tweet Then it. send us some questions. If you've got yeah. any queries that you've got about how crisps are made, what the most popular flavours are, yeah.
0: And next week we'll do a crisp roundup. We'll, oh, every week, possibly every week. <laughs> we'll have Chris's segment where. What is it you do? Just bring shit in. Oh yeah, show and tell.
2: Bye. Bye. But we should mention. Oh, we should. Well, we haven't plugged like
1: our. Oh yeah. Stuff. Who are we? The stuff we do. Oh yeah, I did that on Pick a Flick. Yeah. Well, that's anything. what we need to plug, Pick yeah. a Flick. Oh, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, we were on Pick a Flick. No, yeah, we were. And we
2: talked about some I films. I hosted it. Yeah. It was a shambles. It was an absolute <laughs> shambles. I got drafted in at the 11 and a half hour.
1: Yeah, I had to force you. It was pretty difficult. Uh, yeah. But um, we got
2: through. Somebody dropped out, so I jumped in and reviewed two films I've not seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: we got <laughs> through. always fun. What films? Alan Moore films, so Watchmen and for Vendetta. Things like that.
0: Never seen Watchmen, but Viva Vendetta is shite. It is okay.
1: I think we said that. Yeah, yeah good, good. That's what we said. And then we talked about
0: Evil Dead Two. Yes. So, is this we're recording this a bit in advance? Is this pick flick? It should be out? out now. I just think it'll be out. Okay. Yeah, this is next Tuesday. Get the Pick Flick podcast feed on your app of choice. Download away to listen to Chris shambolically hosting something.
1: It was. It was crazy. There's a reason that I don't host this at all ever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> at Wiki Shuffle Pod on the Twitters wikishuffle on Facebook and Tumblr and Instagram. Instagram and wikishuffle.co.uk is our website which we are going to do some work on updating and making nicer because it's a bit drab at we the moment saying. we keep saying we're going to do that but we are going to do that or send us a postcard WikiShuffle HQ, one b headlands capturing nn157er
0: Phil you've got a remarkably long eyebrow I know right just now. the one isn't it just, just the, the one, one. I, I get that as well but yeah. um, it's just the fact that it's pointing upwards it's become quite a distraction. A Just thought sort I'd of let you know, a sexy distraction. I'd sort of let you know. I wouldn't say sexy. Oh, I would. Is that it? Can we go now? We've got to go now. Let's go. All right. I thanks. hope you've enjoyed this potato special, and we'll we'll see you next week for next for week. more potato chat. All right. Thanks. All right, bye. 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 Bye.
3: Can I have spuds, please?
1: Spuds. Good choice. George's song. Listen very carefully. The question comes straight after.
3: Big potato changed my life. Big potato show me the way. If you want to know what is wrong from right, you must listen to what potatoes say. To be good, don't be bad. <laughs> Big potato, don't be happy, don't be sad. You bake potato. And if you want to have a better day, you must listen to what the baked potatoes say. Don't be honest, don't relate. Let you bake potatoes. I'll be seeing what's on your plate. Thank you bake potatoes. And if you want to have a better day,
0: you must listen to what the baked potatoes say.
1: It's a question. is quite simple. Can you name me three films
0: or television shows that take their name from a way of preparing potatoes? Jayden, Mash. You have a Mash. Mash is one. It's good. Mash. It's one. It's given. Mash. Chips. Yeah.
3: Chips. 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 Californian Highway Patrol. Come patrols on. And Come on. Come on. Come on. Deny. Fever. <laughs> Come on.